do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg back together. Everybody's everybody's where they're supposed to be. Eric's on the other side of the glass producing. He will jump in, be a part of the show. Mr. Crenshaw is back. We say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a special good morning to you folks. Now, I got to do this, Sam. La- the, the, the last one, I, or the first one I did yesterday. Okay. I kind of feel like that one don't count. Because we did it in the 5 o'clock hour. <laughs> Normally, we start at 6. Right, right. So I didn't want those folks in, in the 5 o'clock it's hour. It's like track, false start. Exactly. Pop, false start. Although I will tell you, Eric gave some nice nuggets about Forest Park okay. in your absence. Okay. But we're going to do it again. So we say to you fine folks in Forest Park, good morning. Good morning. Morning. Yeah. Okay. I got to put my thing on here, so I figured that's when you'd be giving your little nuggets about Forest Park or whatever. That Forest you Park, uh, I just say one, one I, just, I give you just one name. What's that? Heinz Ward. That's enough. Okay. That, that, that is enough right there. How you feeling, man? Okay. Last time we saw, I saw you, we were having a conversation with the Dunwoody High School baseball coach. <laughs> <laughs> Who just happened to pop in where we were watching. Yeah, yeah. We were watching tennis. Uh-huh. It was a full day. We went from high school football to tennis. Yep. To went over to Osborne. Local. Yeah. That school's magnificent. Well, it yes, it is. I first time I'd been back. It took me a minute to find it the the, the field because yeah, it's the, sucking the, in. Yeah, back back. And you just told it. me, yeah, just drive around here, take you right up to the field. Well, it took me there, but I didn't know it was sunken in. Yeah. I couldn't find it. I drove around there like three times before I actually I drove by where I eventually parked like three times because <laughs> I couldn't see the field. Yeah. But they got a nice setup down there. They do. And there's a story behind the the coaching staff that's there. That was asked. Have we gotten into that? Have we said anything about them? You want to give them no, a minute? We, we, we chat. Well, you want to talk about that? I just you know the story. You filled me in on it. Right, right, about, right. What, 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 Coach Salam, look, 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 uh, Coach Lukman Salam, who came over from Hillgrove, where he was assistant, right, and took over there, and he had twenty seven players when he got there. And you saw right. that field full of folks. Yeah, it was. You know, you know what I mean. Uh, uh, guys decided to come out and play. They've had success after two and zero start. Uh, for the first time since 2001. And Philip Ironside, who was the head coach with Coach Salam at Hillgrove, when Hillgrove opened. Right. Uh, and coach folks like Kenyon Drake and folks who, you know, play in the NFL. Uh, he went to Worth County for a couple of years. He had had a, you know, step away from being head coach in, in Cobb County. He had been, I think, coached about 18, 20 years in Cobb County. Decides to come back as an assistant and just offensive coordinator. So he is just the offensive mind. You know, whereas Coach Salam was the defensive mind. They put the band back together. Yeah. We're in a new place that really needs it. And it means a lot to Coach Salam because he grew up down the road. He went to Campbell, which is okay. on the other end of Windy Hill. Yep. So, I Film mean. some movies at that place. So, I mean, he, he, that's that's his home. That's why he took that job. And he felt he wanted to bring something special to those young folks. The guy you're talking about who's back as the coordinator. Yeah. Who was the coach. When I was there looking at him. All I could think about was that this is exactly what Rob Ryan would like to look like. Because <laughs> he's got the hair and the yeah, beard and everything, yeah, but yeah. He, he, luckily he don't got that 
No, he Ryan had a, Body. All, all, that, all the other stuff that goes along <laughs> with it. It was good to see Coach Ironside back out there with those young folks. So, yeah. And, anyway, Sam fun. and Greg, Sports Radio 92 9 the game, 92 9 the game. Let me get comfortable here. Yeah, okay, you go. Ah. Uh oh. Hey, hey. It's been, it's, it's a holiday weekend. It's uh, been well, very. Everybody be safe. Yeah. Be, be safe. dry today. Absolutely. The last, um, Last official holiday of, of summer. Do you stop wearing white pants and stuff after today? Who was that that was given somebody? Oh, LeBron. LeBron went to some event or some game like two days ago, and they had him up. Um, he was in he was in a football game, I think it was. Anyway, he was in you know white pants, six all six foot eight of them, and he's dancing around having a big time. And when they came back to might have been TMZ. Anyway, they started getting on him about wearing white pants. I think that is a long ago sort well, of. Well, there's something called sort of winter future. white. There's something called winter white, isn't it? I don't know. I don't think about it. First of all, I don't have any. I don't own any white pants anymore. I used to, but no, I don't now. I got some white white sweaters and whatnot. But obviously, if it's a sweater, you but it's wear white it. pants. Yeah, you're right. Eric, you, know? you got any white pants? He's nodding in the affirmative. I don't have any white. Pants. I do have white pants, sir. I've been to many an all white party in my day. Well, one's got nothing to do with the other. I appreciate that, but I'm saying. You asked me if I had any white uh, pants. Yeah, but I didn't say what you had to have them for. You just have white pants. Okay. If you ain't got a party to go to, when's the last time you wore them when you didn't go to a white party? Probably Never. not. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But, but, but I've been, like I said, I've been to several. So, you know, you got to have different ones. You can't, say, can't show up to an all-white party in the same outfit you had on that I got. the last yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, the same when you had the last one? No, you can't. Yeah. You well, can't you do know. that. You well, can't do that. You know, people are like, didn't you wear that to the last all-white party, man? You know, they start passing around a hat for you because they think you can't afford a new outfit. You pass it around for me all you want. I'll take that money. <laughs> I will take it. I, and I'm going to break a cardinal rule at some point throughout uh-oh, the show today. Uh-oh. Again, this Here is we because go. we did rules. sort of a drive-by yesterday. And I'm going to break it because there was a couple things significant that happened on that day, which was yesterday, mm-hmm. which was September Third. Third. And it's just, it just, it kind of ties into some of the stuff that happened today. Like, I didn't know today was the day that Amazon became the second, the second trillion dollar company. Wow. Okay. And it was on this date. And what was it? Uh, it doesn't matter because my question to both of you is who's the first? Trillion. Ooh, the first. Hey, wait, let me get the exact time here. Yeah. In 2018. In twenty now they may be the first now, but then in twenty eighteen, they became the second trillion dollar U.S. company. I have one guess. We and should just look it up. I don't. I don't know. Well, my guess is Microsoft. Yeah. Okay, that would be a good guess. Yeah. Was that correct? I don't know. I don't. They just. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah, they're just acknowledging be, on this I was day. It would be Microsoft or Apple. But as our producer, I guess you've got yourself a little chore there. <laughs> And bringing it up. He's going to give up information, acts of treatment No, questions. I gave up I the know, proper information. Know. You went and took it, and I, I don't know that answer. You know, but that's that's just something. Again, that ain't all that long ago. We're talking trillions now. Yeah. I can remember you know, when you heard somebody was a billionaire, that was big news. Oh, huge. Remember that? Huge. Yeah. Oh, it still is. You can't, well. Yeah, it still is. It still is, but there's so I many don't know, now. I don't know any personally. Yeah, you met a bunch. I met somebody that like, like personal friends. Um, you know Ted somebody. Turner. You met Ted. Well, personal Sam, Sam, we are both correct. Both Microsoft. Yeah, there you go. And Apple are on the list with Amazon. There we go. Is that now? Because again, yes, I'm, there are currently five. Five. What are the other three? Two. Tesla. Wow. Okay. Saudi Amarco, which I'm assuming is probably an oil company. Maybe? Yeah, but we're, so I said U.S. Well, yeah, Microsoft, Amazon, yeah. Apple. Yeah, Apple. Apple. Yeah. And there, there are five, five throughout the world. Throughout the world. Okay, gotcha. 
Well, we lead in the pack then. Not bad. Not bad. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 Game, 929thegame.com. So basically this weekend, Sam and I are working toward the show that we normally do, which is a four-hour show. There we go. So yesterday, while you weren't here, we're going to get into that. Uh, we did a two-hour show. Today, we're doing a three-hour show. And tomorrow, when we ain't supposed to be here, yeah. we're going to be doing a four-hour show. How about that? So we'll eventually get there. Uh, we're going to hear about uh, Mr. Crenshaw's trip at some point. Uh, him and Georgia State took a trip up to South Carolina. By the way, we are going to replay. Uh, and the reason why he wasn't here yesterday, and I'm going to talk about you while you're sitting here, but we need to let the audience know who are tuning in as we, as a show, have made a transition for weekends now that football season is here. Uh you will hear college football throughout the day on Saturday, which is what you did yesterday. But today, or excuse me, Friday, Friday night, 7 p.m., Mr. Crenshaw, Chris Parker, Eric Slaughter on the other side of the glass, uh, Garrett, Stevie G, uh, Day-Day, yeah. uh, Dylan, those guys, and 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 what's the lady's name? Oh, Simone. Simone, yeah. who, was, who had some other things going on yesterday, but she's part of the team. Give you from soup to nuts everything you need to know about high school football, recaps and 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 interviews and 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 score updates and wherever you are, you want to know about high school football around the Atlanta area. The high school scoreboard show every Friday night is all you need, and one of the signature moments of that show is a segment called School Days, where Sam and Chris interview an all-time great. Not talking about what he did, like yes, yesterday's guest, and talk about his Heisman Trophy. Didn't talk about the Hall of Fames. Didn't talk about what he did in the Super Bowl. It was all about his time playing high school football here in the state of Georgia, and that was George Rogers. We're going to play that for you top of the hour. But uh, that's why when, when Sam does Friday nights, we decided to give you Saturdays off. Oh. Isn't that nice of us? That's very nice. Just sleep in. Very kind. And then, of course, Georgia State rings your phone up early yeah, and says, they, get on the they, bus. They, no, they get, get, on the, get on the bus. <laughs> We're going to ride to Columbia. Terrell Thomas is going to join us coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. going to talk uh, uh, basketball, but this is a renaissance man. I mean, not only is he the – you know, you can read him in these urban times, and he's one of the reporters that you see when the Hawks do post-game and pre-game sometimes, but he is now a real estate agent yep. ready to sell you not residential, commercial real estate. You want to buy that strip mall down the street? This is your, this is your man. <laughs> and coming up in the uh, 8 o'clock hour, Corey McCartney, and I'm going to rail against what I saw last night. I ain't going to do it now because I'm in a good mood. Oh Braves got the win, yeah. but they they were on the verge of losing it. And you know why, and you know who I'm talking about. And the guy who I had actually told you, gave you my thoughts about who, when he got here, that's a ball player, he actually saved the game last night. So we'll get into how the Braves got the victory against the Marlins. But, again, this past week and getting ready for your last couple days, man, I'm, I'm, have you had a chance to just, like, take a deep breath? That? You, and, and oh, because coming oh, back and oh, man. the high school show first and then yep. Georgia State yesterday? Yeah. Uh, well, Yesterday and last night. Well, okay. I wasn't going <laughs> to rub it in. I just, you know, oh, yesterday, period. Yeah, just yesterday, period. It, it, it was a cool trip over to uh, to Columbia. And been over there in a number of years. And used to cover South Carolina, you know, back in my Augusta days. And so it was neat to go over there and see that they, uh, Jadavian Clowney was honored. Uh, was he? Yeah, he was there okay. uh, before the game yesterday. So that, that added to the excitement of having him come back. And uh, just an electric atmosphere there after dark. Uh, the people there are so loyal. Uh, to the football, and you know, Shane Beamer has come in and infused some uh, some talent, and um, they they got out and they got after it last night. I mean, Georgia State played them well for the first half of the game, 
never could get the passing game what they need to do. They're the number one passing defense in the SEC last year. Uh, but you could run on them. Um, but then you can't have two punts blocked and returned for touchdowns. Yeah, that's that you were that's, telling me about that. That's yeah. the stuff that can't happen. And that's really what, speaking of the last time you played an SEC team, that was the thing that brought that uh, was uh, the undid everything down at Auburn was the block punt for a score. So uh, there's something they're gonna work on, Coach. After the after the Coach Kelly said we're gonna, we gonna work say? on that this week, we're gonna work on that this week uh, because they can't sit around and, and, and dwell on that when they got North Carolina Tar Heels. Who just rang up who's all kinds really? of points, right? It's like the old Denver Nuggets. Who's defense? <laughs> who's playing defense? My goodness. You know, after <laughs> seeing that up there yesterday at Appalachian State, that will be here next Saturday. They're going to play at Georgia State um, uh, and expecting a big crowd and expecting Georgia State to come out and, you know, shake off what happened yesterday and uh, get set to host uh, arguably the biggest game that they posted. Well, really? the, the biggest game they've hosted since they started football. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've had some other games that were big, but to have uh, an ACC team come and play, and especially a brand like North Carolina. I mean, North Carolina North Carolina is a brand we've heard mentioned yeah. as a possible, if the SEC wanted to expand, that would be one of the ones they would want to pluck from the ACC. So that brand is so strong, and Mac Brown back in his second time coaching that team. Dancing, Mac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they escaped App State yesterday. They really yeah, they did. did. They you really got to see them replays. Yeah. It was it was a it was a basketball score. It was a college basketball score. We'll put it, it was, that way. It was. It, it really, was. <laughs> anyway, what did they say? What was and 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 not to do too deep a dive in because we got a lot of college football to talk about. But let me just ask you, what was said or predicted about you, uh, the Panthers this year heading into the season? Good year, rebuilding year. No, no, no. What, the, what the, was, the, the, this is a, a lot of experience all over the field for this team. So uh, coming off the bowl win on Christmas Day. People expecting this team, and you still expect to contend for the conference. It's still not a conference game. Um, you still got those down the road. Uh, but I tell you what, the new teams coming into the conference really showed up this week. Old Dominion is coming into the conference. They beat Virginia Tech. Uh-oh. What a way to say, okay, we're coming in y'all conference. Hello, we're we here. So, I mean, that, that's the other thing. You're bringing in some strong, strong, uh, strong teams. Oh, you look like you had something to say. He got his glasses yeah, I, I, on, and he stepped to up to the mic. And, time to go to break. <laughs> okay. Like I said, you look like you had something on your mind. But, yeah. Well, that was well, it, I, I, I agree. I was going to agree with Sam's um, point that Old Dominion taking out Virginia Tech was huge. Huge. Not just for the conference that they're joining, but the fact that, you know, they beat a power five. That's a big deal. That wouldn't happen in Shane Beamer's daddy's days. Yeah. How about that? Oh, yeah. Frank yeah, Beaver right. mentioned yeah. this morning. Ooh, how about that? Got a place out there at uh, Lake Oconee. Yeah, he does. How about that? Yeah, he does. Anyway, we're just getting started on this fourth day of September. It's Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 game.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. And the only reasons to go, one of the one of the main reasons to go down to Miami is yep. to hear more of her music. Okay. Or their music. You know a lot of people going to Miami for today. Florida <laughs> and them in Jackson State. Yes. Prime time. Yes. That game is on will be on ESPN two today at three o'clock. I know we're gonna talk a lot more about, you know, Georgia and, and, and oh, other yeah. games, but Let's take a second and and think about 
what them folks over there had to go through this past week. Forget about trying to get a football game played. Yeah. Mississippi State had their game canceled too, obviously, home game. They had or postponed or however they rescheduled it, but that was gone. But what Dion, those boys were like boots on the ground right there in Jackson, Mississippi. You know this area infinitely more than I do. And and just what that region is like right now. Yeah. And the things that they have to pivot to just try to make it through everyday life. Just simple things, things we take you take for granted. You take right? for granted the, right. the, the the one dollar thing. This is what happens in this country. Well, I just think people now around the world are like this. When you get inconvenienced in a way, think about how we act when the phone doesn't charge. Oh, yeah. We can't get oh, our yeah. phones oh, yeah, charged, man. right? Or you know something goes wrong. I can't get on Google, my internet, whatever it is. But the basic necessities. Look how we acted last year. Fights were going on over toilet paper. Oh yeah, two years ago mm-hmm. or so, right? And listen, I, I I have no words to 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 say that's going to make me really wrap my mind around what they're going through. But when I heard and, and saw the video that Dion put out about, listen, you know, we're in crisis mode, but don't think. And he was, and then the last thing he was doing was talking to the team they're playing. We're going to be ready for you. Don't think you're getting <laughs> over on us. No, no, we, we, you know, you know, we're going to be ready for you. We don't use this as an excuse. But the the like I said, the pivot that they had to make, and everybody down there, yeah. Sam McGregor is, is amazing. If I could come in real quick. So I wanted to make sure listeners know that uh, Odyssey, V103, News and Talk 13 WK will be a part of the Atlanta's water drive for Mississippi this Wednesday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Okay. Uh, it is at a local church. I don't have that information, but I'll get it and maybe share it before the show. Absolutely. So please do. Absolutely. But Odyssey Atlanta, News and Talk 1380 WK, and V103 will all be on site to take uh, a part of the Atlanta's Mississippi Water Drive. Uh, get that location set for us. Please. Uh, Absolutely. And we'll mention it several times. Please, please. Um, uh, there are folks uh, were, uh, you know, spilled out into the streets after what happened over at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, a big win for Georgia. And, uh, you know, uh, you, people wondered what, what they were going to see, you know, after last year. Could, right. could it be as good? Could the defense be as good? You know, uh, could, could, could Stetson Bennett be That's as good? That's what I was impressed with. Um, and... Um, it, it all, it all, it looks pretty good to me. <laughs> Look, at, I mean, every it was like their first four possessions. Well, I don't know, maybe it was more, but the, it was like every time they got the ball, they went down and scored. Yeah, and it wasn't huge plays; it was meticulous. You saw him show some poise in the pocket. Anyway, Kirby had something to say about uh, his quarterback after yesterday's game. I don't think Stetson really gets affected by anything I do, you do, or anybody does. Stetson lives in his own world, and he does a really good job of blocking out all the noise. Yeah. 25 of 31, 368 yards, two yep. touchdowns. Uh, Stetson Bennett picking up where he left off last season. It was, well, picking up where he, where he left off in a national championship game because there was an ebb and flow throughout the season. Right. You wasn't sure. JT Daniels, where he transferred to West Virginia. West Virginia. But yeah, he had a good game, the backyard brawl, but he ended up losing. What you call it? The, I, I, I got Listen, I'm, I'm re- trying to remember all these nicknames, and I, I can't remember but all you, of them. Well, this, Some but, of them because, just like because, because you haven't heard this for so long. Yeah, Jeez. they used to play every year. It was a big deal for Pitt and West Virginia to play, and because of all of our conference changing and moving around, and you know all that type of thing, we lose games that are part of the tradition. I think that's the big, that's the thing that college football in general, has the way. Right. Do you want to totally go away from events like that that get communities and regions of the country excited? Uh, you can't put a price tag on that. No. Yet, they're moving because of a price tag. 
You, 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 right? This game. Everybody goes away. is though. This game goes away because you know because of a price tag. But you know that that was the thing. But it was good to see uh, Georgia do what they did. I think you know you want to see it was more running back by committee. You want to see a running back step up and really have a a, a big day. And I think that's something else. Yeah, McIntosh had a good day. Yeah, he, he oh, not receiving. I'm sorry, rushing. Yeah, uh, it was as you said. Yeah, it was yeah. spread. I was looking at the wrong. You know who impressed me yesterday, which I hadn't seen really pay that much attention to. Obviously, was uh, Lay McConkey. Yeah, I was thinking about pops. Yeah, that's how it used to and dive and roll over the end zone, just like right? almost had two touchdowns yesterday. Right, had one brought back, but uh, he had that something, that extra little something, um, burst, another gear, that that extra want to when he got close to the goal line. That was one of the um, the players that stayed with me. Yeah, him and uh, and Stetson. I know there was other stuff. We, well, also watching Brock, you know Brock Bowers, he had a little surgery off season, and the tight ends are so talented over at UGA right now. And you mentioned McIntosh, you know you want to see him do more running the ball, but nine receptions, he's showing that he can come out of the backfield and be a weapon that way. Yep. So uh, you, you saw, you know, you saw a pretty complete show, and against a team also in Oregon, ranked number eleven. Uh, nobody wore a white jersey yesterday. It's like spring training baseball. Well, Oregon always does. I mean, they got they're like they, they got a white jersey. They do, but they also and they Georgia's got like got sixteen jersey. jerseys though. It I, seems I like Oregon so does. You had a red jersey. You had red against green. I don't, I don't even. I, you can do okay. whatever you want to. I think they're both holiday Nike. time. I mean, they're it's both like Christmas. They're both Nike clients, right? So yes, they know, are. So, so we know who dictated who wore what. Uh, there were, <laughs> the there, checks in the mail. There were a lot of ducks walking around Atlanta yesterday. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> I'm sure there were. <laughs> there, there were there were ducks. There and, were lots and heroes of heroes and 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 all kinds of stuff because uh, Dragon Con was well, going that on. Too, man, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, I went to the parade. Oh, OMG! You wore white pants? No, no. Well, that's a shame no. you should have worn. You could have got away with it this weekend. Yeah, well, yeah, because you know I saw. I met Superman. I met Batman. I met uh, Iron Man. I met Captain America. <laughs> wow, a few times. A few times. <laughs> they were all there, huh? <laughs> hey, hey, man. I've gone down there before, been there when that event was going. I wonder if it's as big. Well, I suppose it would be this year because it was kind of on the back burner the last couple. So they just wild out last yesterday. Yeah. But I was just thinking about all the ducks in town yesterday walking around. The most versatile animal on the planet. Did you know that? Really? The, the duck. It can walk. It can run. It can fly. It can swim. And it can dive. And Deep in water, come back up. And taste delicious with some orange whatever, sauce. Whatever. Yeah, with some orange whatever. sauce. There we right, go, go. There we go. Y'all going to go and kill a duck? I, I don't like them little bones in duck, though. Sometimes you get them little bones. Yeah. But you don't know they're there. Like, yeah. you ain't got to worry about that in some yeah. other meats. Yeah, but you think about it as duck. You don't have this every day. I can't eat a Warner Brothers character. <laughs> I don't eat rabbit. I don't need duck. Well, I'll say this. I went to University of South Carolina yesterday, and what's the first thing you think they served the press box with a pregame meal? Fried chicken. Well, I'll eat that. That's the mascot. Yeah, I'll eat a game. Well, not a game. Aren't those smaller, though? <laughs> it's their mascot. We're, we're going to lose our liquor license. We better move they, on. They, they, they serve, they're serving up their mascot. I, I didn't see that bird, by the way, last night. I was looking for him. Hmm. I didn't. I saw the the, the, the cocky costume that, that comes out there, but but they, I didn't see. they Because they, they named him, renamed him the General. Oh, uh, they're gonna have to call Shaq up and, and get some permission for that, right? I don't know. You're gonna call the rooster, you know, but anyway, yeah, I, I I didn't see him. Hmm. Yeah. I, I I I maybe he was there somewhere. I just you know I was on the other sideline, so I didn't I didn't get there. <laughs> well, anyway, Georgia showed you why they are ranked the way they are this yes, year, absolutely. and looking like they aren't going to slow down. 
Uh, you can take whatever you want from what Alabama did yesterday. It was one of those wins you talk about where if I got to watch them, I can only last a quarter. Yeah. Because you know what's going to happen. Absolutely. And that's what happened yesterday. But but like I said, and people say, I was talking with someone yesterday who says, well, why do they schedule games like that? And I, I'm like, you got to have a couple games like that. And, you know, even more so today because Nick Saban got to play guys that he's not going to get to play in conference games. And you got to think about it. He's, he gets down to his to his seconds, to his twos, and his threes. That's right. This is a dude that's, are you going to play me? Because there's a transfer portal. There you go. So these games are important. Mm-hmm. They really are, you know, in, in order to also, you know, get your ones out, save them for the big games that you really need, your conference games. But also, guy, I'm going to get to play. I'm here working. I'm here busting my you-know-what every day. Um, you know, and I understand I'm, I'm, you know, two to three on the depth chart. You understand that. And you, and you know, you're at a place where you got to wait your turn. Right. But, but a game like this is a chance for this guy to go out and get some reps and play and know that I will get to play here. You know, so I, I, to me, that's the other thing. A lot of people say, oh, I hate these games. Just play all, just play all nationally ranked teams. Yeah, that's, week, you know, yeah. and I'm like, no, dude. Yeah, you know, you, <laughs> you got to do that. You, you do, because when people leave, you want people to step in who've been on the field before. Absolutely. So that's what games like that are for. But, you know, Sam, it's funny you would say that. Remember on Friday night and talk about the Hustle School Board Show when you and Coach were talking about how certain schools got to call and get games and they were like, I don't want to play you. Right. Sometimes Alabama has to do that or other, even Georgia. And I need to get a game. I need to schedule anybody who's willing to come in here and sign the contract to pretty much get your butt whooped. Yeah. How much How much can I pay you to come in here and be my sparring partner and let me spank up on you as I get, you know, ready for my real fight, which is Georgia, Auburn, and Texas A&M. I ask this seriously to both of you, though. How much is that going to change in the coming years as we've watched the moving landscape of college football? People trying to get into certain conferences. People don't care about traditions anymore. They just are trying to go into the best place to get the most money. That is the objective. And they're making no secret about it. It's it's not going to change completely. Even if we get to that big four, whatever, no team is going to play 14 power schools. No. They're no, still it, going to play one or two pansies. You're go- and, 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 and the 14 or 16 team conferences right. can still have those relationships with the other teams yeah. every two years. You get a chance to play them at least mm-hmm. every two years. They'll fit those in. Big winner from yesterday. I know you guys were – Running around, and you didn't get a chance to see most of the games. I have one big winner from yesterday. Not yeah. a, an actual winner of the game, but you know you hear about good losses. Okay. I absolutely believe what Notre Dame did at Ohio State yesterday was a good loss. I, I agree to you, too. They just, I mean, they took it to this team who's supposed to be one of the juggernauts along with Georgia and Alabama. And Notre Dame, new head coach, you don't know what you're getting from this independent. And they kept them dudes in their backyard you know, to seven points going into halftime. And it wasn't until just before the fourth quarter that, you know, they ripped off the, the you know, went into the phone booth and became Ohio State. Is there a more intense coach on the sidelines than he him last night? I was watching that game. And you know, every Ryan, time. Ryan Day? Or, no, no. Uh, was, yeah. was that Notre oh, Dame's no, coach name? Oh, me forgot. Uh, Mark is something, right? Freeman. Yeah. yeah Freeman. Boy, Freeman. he was getting down like he was about to be a he linebacker. He ready to go. Yes. He played in that stadium. He knows yeah. that joint. More importantly, I found out something about him I didn't I know. Okay. You got six kids. Okay. He ain't but 37 years old. Okay. He's been busy. Yeah. And he's been bouncing between schools, too, right? Yeah. They did a documentary on him. Oh. You know, getting up every morning at 4 a.m. He got my, all his, my respect. Yeah. All of my respect.
But I think that was a was a very good loss for that team. He didn't do what he actually, you know, ultimately wanted to do was win. But man, the taste in that mouth he must have had going into that, you know, into the second half with Ohio State looking up at them. Right. Listen, what they have on their schedule coming up, if you want to believe they have two possible losses, I think they can run this. Um, but they are they're gonna go up against Clemson at home, mm-hmm. but then they end with USC. I don't know what USC is supposed to be this year. They're gonna be playing that out in LA. Yeah. Yeah. But and, and Georgia fans actually should send Notre Dame flowers this morning. Yeah, they should. Because if Ohio State is still ranked number two come Tuesday and Georgia's not, that's a problem. Yeah. It really is. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Mr. Crenshaw, your thoughts on – I know you were – like I said, you were really busy, but did you hear any any finals that, that got your attention yesterday? There was some. Obviously, we mentioned North Carolina. Right. You know, in the game with Appalachian State, that App, App, App State should have won. And they just complete the pass for the two-point conversion. Yeah. Oh, just Jeez. a heartbreaker for them. <laughs> and then East Carolina with a heartbreaking loss with an opportunity uh, a home against NC State yesterday, a chance for them to pull off an upset – they didn't get that done. So a couple of scores of some games around the region that were close, um, you know, they were keeping an eye on. We talked about major companies as we go to break and get ready to talk about the Braves. Google, on this date, was formally incorporated by two guys from Stanford University. Larry Page, and I'm going to say his name wrong, Sergey Brin, B-R-I-N. Very nice new building they got here downtown. Yeah, well, they don't pick up the phone. I know that. <laughs> I don't pick up the phone when you got a problem. That happened in 1998. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Homered in three straight games. He's walked in his trip to the plate tonight. Swing drive, hammered left, make it four in a row. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 Game.com. Sam and Greg here until 9 o'clock. Three hour show this morning. We will be with you again tomorrow. Four hour show. That home run happened quick. It wasn't nothing going on in the game. I went out to walk Jesse. I came back. One nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was <sighs> number thirty five of the season for it, Riley. It, and 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 the game became a pitcher's duel. After that, until late in it, and it was just one of those where I thought of y'all, both of you, because that last inning, and I know you two were traveling. You can see what happened, and I, I turned away. I was bouncing between that, and I'm in Notre Dame and Ohio State, and like I said, Braves were up. And then I saw Kenley Jensen on the mound. <sighs> and lo and behold, I turned back to the other game. When I came back, the bases were loaded. Now, do you know, do you two know what happened after he loaded the bases? Oh, excuse me, actually. And then walked in a run. Do you know what happened? Next batter up, there was a foul tip that tagged the home plate umpire right in the top of the head. They had to replace him. Whoa. So that was like a 20-minute break okay. in the game. And Jansen, they took him out. So he came out of the game, replaced him, got out of the inning. But he was, he was on the verge of losing it again. And I want to make this clear because I was saying this last week, and I know you give me whatever grief for, for feeling the way I do about Jansen. I don't mind any closer. I understand 
you make a bad pitch, the guy hits a base hit or home run or whatever it is. That's not my problem with him. It's him walking people during during that that last inning or last two innings when he comes into his game into the game. He got to shut things down. The last thing you want that dude to do is put people on base. That's been my problem with him. Yeah. I just want to make that clear. Yeah. Well, it didn't it didn't cost the team last night, and I think that's the thing you you look at it. And you know, you, you can't save them every night. You know, I, I know we expect him to do that. That's his role. Yeah, so that's his role. Comes in, we expect him to be that guy that slides out. He has been that more times than not, you know, this season. And so we had a, we had a crunch time. And you, you got to roll with him. You know, you know what he's done throughout his career. Um, but he's here now. He's here with Atlanta now. So we wanted to do that. Tyler Matzik, thankfully, came in to, uh, to, to, to seal things. And he gets the win. Uh, from last night, so no, you're right, you're right. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm let's move past that. I agree okay. with you. He can't win every one, but unforced errors are the ones that make you bite your nails off, you know. And now I will say this, I will, I will say this too. And people who watch the game know exactly what I'm talking about. It wasn't Angel Hernandez, but that was as close to an Eric Gregg strike zone last night as I've ever seen. Oh my goodness! And it wasn't Eric consistent. Gregg. Eric Gregg. Strike it was zone. a, it was an Eric Gregg wow. crazy strike zone that was. Fluid. So sometimes it was wide to the right. Sometimes it was wide to, wide to the left. You know, depending on the batter where they stood, it was, you know, inside pitches were being called. Outside pitches weren't, you know, in and out of the, the, the strike zone. It was, it was maddening watching that. And so for him to be out of that game at that point, you were like, okay, we don't want to do really hurt, but y'all should have did this in the fifth inning. Because everybody, yeah. both teams were, were swinging at pitches because they weren't sure where the strike zone was with this guy. But anyway, I know there was another side we but, wanted to of get. Of course, of course. But one guy who did figure it out you know, was Michael Harris. He keeps doing it. And here's some thoughts on what he's able to do last night. Uh, I saw Matt got, got a good pitch to hit uh, from a lefty, and I was just trying to do my job, get him at least get him over in scoring position so uh, we can at least have a chance to win. And, I guess I did did more than that and got a double. So, uh, say Grissom had a good at bat. He's seen four straight balls, and <laughs> uh, then, I mean, Darno had a good at bat. He just hit it right to him. So, um, I had a, I had a great idea that um, Grossman was gonna get get walked, and he he has a good eye at the plate. So he did a good job up there and helped us win. That's what I want to get to. But but first, to to his point, what he was saying. This is how this ninth inning played out. After they they came up there, um, uh, Matt Olson, who had been in a slump, jerked one down opposite field, right down uh, into left field. He gets on. As they said, Acuna had to. Um, was it Acuna following him? No, who am I thinking of that followed him? Anyway, they it was one of those crazy strike zone. Oh, it was uh, Contreras, who struck out because he didn't know where the strike zone was. So he strikes out, and again. These guys, they get the ba- and 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 Michael Harris again goes opposite field and drives Olsen over the third. They f- walk Grissom, and everything I told you that I foresaw happening at, tra- at the trade deadline when this team got Robbie Grossman yeah. happened last night. Now he's not going to give you what Michael Harris is doing lately. He could, I'm sure, but this is a ball player. This is a, this is a guy who knows, and man, some of the, the some of the calls he took was was just ah, uh, but he's got an eye, 
Yeah. And this is what I saw when he was playing up there with Tigers, and I'm and I'm seeing it here. This guy can work a count. He can work. A, he's going to make a pitcher work, and that's what he did last night. But if you didn't uh, see it, this is how it ended. With number nine, as we asked you, with Grossman. I just want to have a quality of bat. Just get a good pitch to hit, and uh, and I know my uh, know my zone, and uh, <laughs> luckily he threw ball four right there. Yeah, he did. He 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 worked that one, Sam. And when, when you said that, I thought you were asking for the final out or the final no, call, not no. his post game sound. No, that's what we wanted. Number nine was Grossman there. Anyway, it was it was one of those where uh, when he came up to the play, I didn't want any. Well, like they had Ronald up there, but I knew that all we needed was a walk. We needed somebody with a good eye at the plate. Yep. You you know you hope for a hit, but you also want to make that pitcher work, and because you know he is just as tight. It's anybody on the break because he ain't trying to lose his game. But that's how it ended last night. As these guys get ready to hopefully sweep Miami today. <sighs> and the other part about that was mad, that was maddening about that game as oh, two things I want to mention. Sorry. When we played the uh Michael Harris, does he have a nickname? Money Mike. Yeah. Is he gonna stick? Oh, I think so. Okay. Yeah. You want that one though, because if you ain't money all the time. Yeah. You know. Well, he got money because they 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 well, right. him the nice that. nice contract extension. Floyd Mayweather yeah. keeps exactly. that keeps that name relevant throughout his career. I hope yeah. Michael Harris does. Yeah. But what what they gonna call Von I mean Von Grissom when he gets his money, which might be a little bit more than Michael Harris's. Oh, he might have something else. I don't know what 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 it was that type of nickname, but that was like like a <laughs> persona that he already had. I think that's his Twitter handle, I believe. Yeah. So, he, well, yeah, he got he it. There. And and when I heard you know. Chip calling it last night. I was like, oh, here we go. And speaking of Grissom, once again, Ozzy Albies is working out now. He's on the field working out, getting ready to rejoin the team. Uh, you know, and uh, I think uh, he's got rehab assignments up at Gwinnett. And um, so, you know, we'll see what uh, what happens with him. Also, Mike Soroka is, is doing some pitches. What would it mean to this team to be able to add those two by the middle of this month, you know, to get them in? Where would you put him? Where would you put Soroka? I, I started. I started. Well, would you disrupt That's what he does. this? I, we, but he hasn't done it in a while. I realize he that. Has, so why disrupt the rotation that you have? Because that's what put him in middle that, that's, relief. That's what he does. But no, that's what he did. That's what he did. I mean, we could go back and forth on this, but for me, initially, I like to see him get in there. And well, listen, how did how did um, Strider get up to? To, to ascend to a starting position. It's what he showed as a reliever early on in the season. I'm saying but Soroka. Strider was an unknown commodity. You know what Mike Soroka is. You don't, it's, it's unknown what he's going to be coming back. When a pitcher has any sort of disruption in what they're doing for any, any sort of procedure, they may not be that pitcher when they come back. We're looking last night. He came back gangbusters, but we saw what's-his-face uh, for the Mets, Scherzer get taken out because of a possibility of re-injuring what caused him to miss so many games early on in the season. So a pitcher you got to handle differently. You know, Ozzie can come back. We know he can field. We know he, you know, can get it done at the plate. We just don't know what the speed is going to be like, what his cutting ability is going to be like because it's a foot. This guy coming back as a pitcher, put him in middle relief. Let's see what he's got. If he's still got the stuff, that's just me. I know y'all want him to get back in this rotation, but we got a pretty good rotation right now. Eric and I were talking yesterday about the rotation with the way Strider came off that last um, last performance, and you were talking about not wanting to move number two in the rotation. Charlie Morton. Yeah. 
Strider is my number two starter right now. After free, he's my. If if we had a playoff series starting, you three guys, soon, free Strider. That's my one and my two. I want to get those first two games. I don't want to have a chance of going down in a short series. Yep. And speaking of freeze, uh, Freed, he is your starter today for the Braves. Um, he's twelve and five, so he can get that thirteenth win. And so, um, you know, see, he go out and just continue to show the form that he's shown throughout this season. That's all you want from him. He gives you a chance to win. And, and, and we we finally picked up a game on the Mets. Yeah. Finally yep, picked yep, up a game on yep, the Mets. Yep, yeah. Yep, that, well, that's what I was going to say. Throughout that last inning, all you heard was that the Mets had lost. And this was an opportunity. And Kenley Jansen, he must have looked at the scoreboard <laughs> and saw <laughs> that the Mets had lost. And I got to close this thing out. Speaking of the New York Mets, as we go to break, happy 54th birthday. 54th birthday, Mike Piazza. Wow. Now, do you consider him a Dodger or a Met? I consider him a Dodger. Really? Yeah. I mean, I know what he did with the Mets, but I, I, that's, that's, that's where I see He him. won the game that New York needed. He won that game, and again, of course, who, who's the, who the, yeah, who the Washington yeah, yeah. Generals in that game? Yeah, absolutely. The Atlanta Braves. Absolutely, absolutely. But he won that game after uh, 9-11 when they came back to play. So, But, yeah, Mike Piazza, whew, he up there. Uh, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Let me remind you about the biggest high school football scoreboard show there is in the entire Great Lakes area. It is with Great my partner Lakes. here. Yeah, my partner here, Sam Crenshaw and Chris Parker, along with a host of others, Fanned out throughout the city, giving you updates, reports, interviews, whatever you need as far as high school football. But the signature segment of his show is called School Days. They get an all-time great, and they talk about their time playing high school football here in the state of Georgia. You had Jamal Lewis for their first show. You had DJ Shockley for their second show. And the third show, which happened Friday night, featured George Rogers. We're going to replay that for you coming up top of the hour. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. 